0: And I I chose to be open about my story and open about speaking with it uh, because I don't feel ashamed. It's just something else that I have to deal with, just like anybody else in this world, that everyone's got their own issues. And I just want to be able to bring it to the forefront. Like, here's this guy, he's a successful musician and artist, and he's speaking openly about this. Like, just maybe not only, maybe I could just help one person with my story.
1: On this episode of Latinx, I speak with Dylan Garcia, a surf rocker who has worked with big names in the music industry and who has used his platform to speak about mental health. Dylan and I get personal about his journey to overcoming setbacks and deciding to go into music even though that wasn't the path his parents had laid out for him early on. Hola! Yo soy Andrea Márquez and this is Latin a show brought to you by La Red Hispana and the Hispanic Communications Network for the new generation of Latinx. We want to go beyond listening. We're ready to speak up. So join me in conversation every week as I meet Latinx from all over, the diferentes colores y sabores. As you know, a podcast is a journey and I would love for you to follow this one. So join our community on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Latinx and reach out. You can also find out more at our website at weareladinex.com. So what genre is Summer Love?
0: It's not just like your typical reggae song. It's got like a mix of upbeat reggae and like a pop-punk 90s, early 2000s kind of feel to it. Perfect. One of the songs that gave me the idea and the inspiration was by Sublime with Rome. There's a line in that song where he says, uh, this is one of the best damn summers I ever had. Sitting on the sands, baby sipping Hennessy. And that like always stuck in my mind. That song came out I think in like 2011 and and just that one line in that song was like man like I really want to do a song like this.
1: That was your inspiration behind it?
0: One of the inspirations, yeah. And uh, it originally, it was originally just the acoustic guitar and my buddy that I write music with, he plays the lead electric and bass guitar for me. Uh, He kind of took my idea and like made it like come to life. Like it was awesome.
1: How did you get started in music?
0: Uh, well, I—I I mean, just getting started playing music that had—that probably goes back to like the year two thousand was when I bought my first guitar. I was nineteen years old, and uh, a girl had broken my heart, my first love at, in college, you know. And like, she dumped me on New Year's Eve, and there was oh, a guitar—there yeah. <laughs> was a guitar center that had just opened up where I'm from, and I was in town visiting my family, and that's when I bought my first guitar. I said, you know what, I'm—I'm gonna—I'm gonna write songs about being hearted. And that was kind of like the idea about it, just like like pouring my soul out, you know, like with music and writing and singing.
1: Who have you worked with since?
0: Oh, God. So starting in, in 2009, I began working with Ronnie King. He's a producer for a band called Pepper, uh, Offspring, Pennywise, Tupac, Snoop Dogg. Like he's got a very, a very, a very, he's, I mean, he's on one spectrum. He does hip hop music. And on the other spectrum, you can find him doing reggae and, um, and rock music and punk music. And he was one of the first ones that I worked with. I'll tell you a funny story. The day when I was on my way to go meet with him to have an audition, I was listening to a song by Tupac and John B called, are you still down? And so I'm on my way to the studio. You know, that was like my favorite song at the time. And I'm bumping, I'm singing and getting, trying to get myself my confidence up. And when I show up to the recording studio where I was going to meet him, as soon as I walked through the door, there was the platinum plaque for that song that I was singing. You didn't know? I didn't know it was him. And then to come to find out years later, I find out that a lot of the music that I listened to growing up was produced by him. So it's kind of like... Circle. Yeah, it's kind of like how God just placed me in wow. that situation where I'd be actually working with somebody, somebody that I already liked the music that they were producing already. So it was it was real trippy for both of us because he didn't believe me at first that I was listening to the song. He was like, nobody listens to music from the 90s anymore, dude. And, and uh, so I walk him to my truck and I play, I added, I was listening to it on, on a cassette tape and uh, it just blew his mind. He was just like, dude, who the hell are you again like how is this happening and that's that's how mm-hmm. that's how we met and we've been good friends ever since
1: that's an amazing story i think that's really cool right so I, I like reading a lot of autobiographies and just about yeah. successful people and like their journey to it and my favorite parts are when they have stories like that it, what's meant to be yours is meant to be yours it's the law of attraction even exactly. if you weren't directly asking for that como a mental health advocate yes so can you talk to me a little bit about that why you're a mental health advocate and um, why you think it's important to know more about it
0: yeah I think I think it's something that I probably struggled with my whole life uh, ever since I was young just being kind of a little different and it it wasn't until like everything started happening with my music career back in oh nine that like this mental bipolar this whole thing going on in my mind was just out of control and i couldn't tame it myself and uh, you know luckily luckily nothing bad happened luckily there was no like just that nothing bad happened and i was able to um uh because nobody knew really what was going on with me and i never told anybody what was going on because i just thought every that was everybody's normal and uh you know to be in a position now with my music career i just figured it would mean a lot more to me if i can help help in one way or in one aspect with the mental health community and i i chose to be open about my story and open about speaking with it uh because i don't feel ashamed it's just something else that i have to deal with just like anybody else in this world that everyone's got their own issues and i just want to be able to bring it to the forefront like Here's this guy he's a successful musician and artist and he's speaking openly about this like just maybe that not only maybe i could just help one person with my story and i'm beginning to learning like it's not just about me anymore it's about giving a voice and 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 helping others
1: have you seen that once you confronted this head on that you're going through this and that journey of getting to know yourself because that's endless and nobody ever fully knows themselves. In what way has it affected your music?
0: The negative parts of it were when I wasn't inspired to do music or I walked away from my career for a while. That was one way because I just didn't think I had a grip on it. Um, The thing that's come out of it positive, it's really, really helped affect my songwriting capabilities you know, it's not like I'm wilding out not taking meds and trying to be like the super creative guy. It's like, I stay on a on a routine and a special regimen and, uh, you know, to be able to feel good and feel like myself after you know, this this what I've been going going through my whole life at this point. It's uh, I think I can turn this all into a positive.
1: So in the Latino culture, I touch on this a lot. Um, that mental health is sort of i mean in general it's a taboo subject it's not something you directly talk about or are super open with but in the latino culture more so con el machismo as a man Mm -hmm. you're taught that you're the man of the house and so you can't have emotions or not show them you can't show your emotions dealing with them which is going to a therapist or openly con having conversations about it with your family members or your loved ones or anyone you're close to is seen as a weakness, a very big weakness. So what would be your advice and having gone through all of this and seeing that it's better to address these issues? What, what would be your advice to young men or young women out there who are have, are struggling with wanting to talk about this?
0: The biggest important thing that helped me the most was acceptance. Was acceptance that something was wrong, and what am I going to do to fix this problem, or what am I going to do to fix this this thing that I deal with? What am I going to do to fix this? But I had the the at first it was really a lot uh, mucho vergüenza. I was at a high status, like barely my music, like my music career was like beginning to take off, and like all all the every part of the team was there
1: mm-hmm. and
0: my my the city that i'm from my family like everyone had really high hopes and uh, i really feel like i let a lot of people down once i was able to find acceptance in this um i've become to realize like i didn't let anybody down and i put a lot of the pressure on myself i think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves so don't be too hard on yourself uh have a regimen and uh listen to your doctor and never give up
1: Hey guys, if you like our content, make sure to support us by downloading our episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Share with your community and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Land You can also find out more on our website at wearelanekis.com. Let's talk about one day, the hours you spend on writing music or creating music or anything that is the creative enough. Cause I know, for example, if you're starting a record label, it's a lot of administration and legal papers and all of that, those things. But how often do you spend with just yourself and your music?
0: At least I would say five days a week.
1: Okay, and how many hours per day?
0: Um, it could vary from just like picking up my guitar and jamming for like five minutes or where it could be a complete rock songwriting session or I'm in my studio working for eight hours, not even looking at the clock and it's like, whoa, already six seven o'clock at night like that could be it 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 varies because I'm the type of person that um, I have to be inspired to work I can't just like Mm. sit down and like force myself to write a song or force myself to play guitar that wouldn't be my true self and I think I think that's why the songwriting process for me has improved so much because I'm not sitting there forcing something or just writing a song for the sake of writing a song
1: there's no secret formula all creatives have they're yeah. different hours. So this is why I always ask them because I'm curious to know, especially songwriting and musicians, because I'm not a musician. I don't write music. I wonder, in my mind, all musicians are inside a recording studio every day of the week, all hours, because how else would you do something that, that difficult? But also it's practice, right? Um, a lot of
0: practice. A lot of practice. I mean, when I bought my first guitar when I was 19, I wasn't jamming like I was Tom Petty already. You know, it took about a full year and a half of constantly practicing locked in my dorm room, just working on music and just teaching myself to play guitar. Cause I didn't, I never took lessons. Um, I never had a, a music teacher like teach me how to play guitar. I just, a so friend taught. of mine showed me how to play one thing on the guitar. And he said, if you learn that you can play the entire guitar.
1: What was that so one I, thing?
0: An, an A chord, an A bar chord, a bar chord of A. And, I, and to be honest with you, I don't even really know what that means. I just know <laughs> what that's what they told me. I usually write music. Like, it's funny cause like I work, like my band are professional musicians, so I work with them and I can't tell them, okay, we're playing this and E flat and all this. No, they just got to figure it out. They just got to end their well... professional enough to be able to figure it out. And then they'll tell me, oh, this is what you're playing. And okay. sometimes, sometimes it gets difficult for them because they're like, he's not playing how it's supposed to be technically. I, I don't play certain, I play certain chords, not how they're technically supposed to be played. And I think having that little extra, that little extra makes me a little bit different from everybody else, you know?
1: That's good that you have people that are on your team that are helping you out with that.
0: I have a, I have a go-to cousin of mine okay. that lives out in Las Vegas. And he used to live out here where I'm from, uh, but we he was always like my critic of music. So it's either, it's like, I could be really excited about a song and then the response would be just be like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. You know, or it's like, hey, man, that's a real groovy song, or like, cuz that song is a hit.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Then I've learned not to take it too personal when people give their feedback because everybody's got something to say. You know, even people that don't even play an instrument, they got something to say. So I try not to just, I try not to listen to too much. You know, it's just, it is what it is. I think now with the internet and social media, everyone has an opinion and everyone thinks they're an expert. Uh, so I kind of just say just leave the songwriting to me, you know, and I'm always and me. I'm always trying to up myself. I'm always trying to make something perfect. Like I'm a, I'm a, I, I, I'm a perfectionist when it comes right. to, to creating. It's like sometimes like I'll still dive into the studio and try to fix something, but then I'll listen to what, I've, what, what's, what I said is done and then I'll, I'll do something completely different. I'm like, now nah, that sounds terrible. You're at, you're good where you're at. Don't change a thing. Just like you you put anything else in there, you're going to ruin
1: it. You You have to stop at some point. Yeah.
0: I'll tell you one thing. So that story I was telling you about with Ronnie King. Yeah. So that song, Summer Love, he actually sent me music to be included on Summer Love. And I actually, I actually, and this was so crazy. I actually had to tell him I'm not going to use it uh, because it didn't make the song sound any better he's like grammy nominated multi-platinum diamond certified and everything and it was like sometimes regardless of how many awards or accolades you have sometimes you don't bring your best to the table and um you know i had to tell him i said you know what if you have time to go into the studio to put anything else maybe different um and he's like no nah, i don't have any more time and i said okay well i'm not i'm not going to use it like i think we're good where we're at you know and then I got my wife and then I got my wife telling me, I told you just to leave it the same it's just going to ruin it. <laughs>
1: you have to be true to that and of course. Yeah. Tener pep squad that's telling you the truth at yeah. every moment. You can count on your wife on that and your cousin. Were you always supported by when you decided to start music? Were you always supported by your parents?
0: No, not at all.
1: Not no. at all.
0: I was supposed to go to law school and be a lawyer and like uh, yes. you know, my life was already planned out, you know, and uh, I didn't, I don't know. My parents say I rebelled, but I just think like I had a, a, a thirst a quench for life to experience a lot more things. Um, and I'm glad I did the things I did while I was younger and not take that straight path. That was kind of like what I was supposed to do because I would have never gone surfing to Hawaii. I would have never traveled out of town and gone to places to go surfing or or with music. And, um, I think sometimes some, not all advice is good advice. And I really do not regret. I really don't regret not becoming a lawyer. I, I don't regret that. Like, I'm glad, like, because now, now, now I'm able to tell the stories of my life in my music, you know? And that's, what's been like the biggest key is like, you know not to knock anyone in my family but nobody's really traveled in my family like nobody's really like done anything outside the norm you know and I get it I come from a Latino family and stuff like that and my family thought I was just wild and and going to school and going on surf trips and doing all this stuff but it was actually it's been actually really really fulfilling for me the friends I've made that have traveled that I've met while traveling and surfing and like And those, some of those friends that I made ended up being lifelong friends to this day.
1: How did you break it to your parents? Did they just eventually were like, well, we have to accept it. It's not like we're going to fight that.
0: It was okay. So it was my senior year at UC Irvine and I had enough units where I could take the winter quarter off and then come back and graduate in, in uh, in the fall and, uh, or in the spring. And, uh, my dad was just like, well, why don't you just graduate early? And I'm like, but if I graduate early, I'm not going to graduate with my class. Like, I've earned this time. I've been really working hard in school where I have enough time. Like, I can take this time off from school, and it's not going to affect me. Mm. And they were totally not for it. They they thought I was just – I mean, I was only – I think I had just turned 21. And so I I just made travel plans for myself and kind of just was going to figure it out as I go. You know, my dad – the people that work with my dad and talk to my dad are like, they, your dad brags about you all the time, but he—I never get any good compl- i never get any good comments. But I mean, it's—it's. It's, I was the only—I was the only one in my family that wanted to step outside the box, and you know, I'm—I'm I'm grateful that I did. I'm really grateful that I did.
1: I do hear a lot that that like Latino fathers have that thing where they don't directly tell you that they're proud or that they. Yeah. You know, but they tell everyone else and then you just go on with your life thinking that your dad's just like semi-okay with your decisions. <laughs> a lot of people don't do that. They don't take the path of, I'm going to follow my dream. I'm going to follow my passion. I'm going to do what I want to be doing. And so it's powerful to hear a story where someone decided to do that. They don't regret it. They don't have anything bad to say and they just kind of flourished with who they are important to hear more stories Amen. like that.
0: Amen. Amen. So I, I, I am redoing a song of mine called It's a Beautiful Day. I'm doing it in Espanol.
1: Awesome.
0: And I'm going to start recording the vocals on. I'm going to start working on that next week. And as we speak, my band and I were working on a very special single that we're going to bring. It's a, I, All I can say, the only thing I can give it to you is that it's a cover song, but with the rock Ray kind of kind of uh, twist to it. Okay, that's what we're working on right now. Um, a lot of things are happening. I'm in the works of creating my own record label, having my own recording studio, and having like an office and like everything like a full-on real studio instead of just doing it at home. And that's also a big part of something that's happening right now that I'm very excited about. If you haven't heard it yet, look up Dylan Garcia on Spotify. I got a whole bunch of songs. I got some really great material. Don't forget to check out Summer Love. Uh, And be ready for It's a Beautiful Day in Espanol. Un hermoso día.
1: Hey, guys. Thank you for listening. Make sure to support your communities. It doesn't matter what you choose to advocate for. Just go out there and help. Connect and inspire others to do the same. Download our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you can stay up to date and join our community on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Ladnickies. Reach out and let me know what's important to you. I'd love to hear what you have to say.